2: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty, large black bags.
3: Email CEO at kcaaradio.com. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. If you're suffering from aches and pains, it's time to try Vitae Health and Wellness Dietary Supplement. Arbo Vitae contains Pycnogenol, the most powerful, natural anti inflammatory and antioxidant available, which is nature's way to support the immune system. Let Arbovitae help your body restore itself today. To order Arbovitae online, go to arborvitaeus.com. To order by phone, call 800-570-0433. That number again, 800-570-0433. Arbovitae is proud to sponsor Fish Talk Radio. Check out the show on Facebook or visit the Fish Talk website at fishtalkradio.com. The first caller will receive a 30-day supply of Arbovitae with no obligation, so call now, 800-570-0433
4: are you suffering with hearing loss are you sick of people constantly complaining that your tv is too loud are you tired of asking people to speak up would you like to hear more clearly but you don't want to wear a hearing aid that makes you look old then you need to try listen clear a life-changing breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly listen clear is fully adjustable so you can find the perfect way to hear almost everything wherever you are and whatever you're doing And right now, you can try Listen Clear absolutely free with free shipping. We'll even give you free batteries for life. So call now, 1-855-545-4327. Listen Clear is lightweight and completely hassle-free, and it's practically invisible. Call for your risk-free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. one 545 4327 That's 1-855-545-4327. one 545 4327 Carter Contractors remind all area listeners to please get out and donate blood to salute the brave men and women of our armed forces that are overseas. So salute our troops, give back the gift of life by giving the gift of blood. This reminder from Carter Contractors, family owned and operated, serving the Riverside and San Bernardino areas for three generations, since 1980. For commercial and industrial, new construction and remodel, call the pros today. A, 951-836-0698. That's Carter Contractors, on the air because they care.
5: Call 800-569-9816. That's 800-569-9816. Again, 800-569-9816.
6: If you or a loved one was seriously injured in an accident with a semi-truck, 18-wheeler, or big rig, you need an attorney that knows how to fight the trucking companies. I'm attorney Daniel Rubari, and I know how to fight the trucking companies. If you were involved in an accident with an 18-wheeler, I want to hear your story. Call me, 800-325-1454. Truck accident claims can be very difficult. There's state regulations, federal regulations. There could be several different parties that may be liable and responsible. You need somebody that knows how to fight the trucking companies. 800-325-1454. I can put my team of experts to work to gather the evidence, to get the driver's log to investigate fatigue or overwork issues on the driver, secure the black box that has detailed information about the incident, and get you the medical care that you need with no deductible or copay out of your pocket. My team of experts and I will fight to get you justice and get you the money you deserve, and if there's no recovery, there's no fees charged to you. I'm attorney Daniel Rubari, and I know how to fight the trucking companies. 800-325-1454 for your free consultation
7: you've tuned in to kcaa the station that leaves no listener behind
4: are you ready for a new experience to see life from another point of view new hope new expression new joy this is your radio hour welcome to viewpoint with father john
7: And welcome, friends. You are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or on the web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. By the way, you can follow this show on Facebook at Viewpoint with Father John. All of God's children are endowed with extraordinary purpose and ability. I am on a quest to help as many as possible in fully realizing their divinity and their divinely inspired potential. Disposing of false narrative and embracing genuineness inspires clarity of purpose. My role is to help overcome self-imposed limitations in realizing one's spiritual potential. And tonight's program is brought to you in part by Saint Teresa. Let me try that again. Saint Teresa's Open Catholic a seminary, progressive, independent, truly Catholic education for ordained ministry and lay leadership. For more information, please call 1-800-790-9739. Again, that's 1-800-790-9739. And remember, this show is listener supported. So if you're enjoying this show, please go to the website, which is www.viewpointwithfatherjohn.com. That's all one word. And click the support button and you can give whatever amount feels good to you and is comfortable for you and you will help keep us on the air. And happy Holy Thursday. We are in the Easter season, the last of Holy Week. This is what's known in in many parts of the church as Monday, Thursday, which for some people that is a little confusing because it sounds like Monday, Thursday, which it's not. It's Monday, Thursday. What's the significance of this day? Well, this is the day that we celebrate the time that Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. Why do we do this? In fact, if you go into many Catholic churches, Orthodox churches, Episcopalians, and, and many Lutherans, I believe, and some Methodist churches, you will find the clergy at the front of the church with bowls of water and towels, and you'll see congregants lighting up to have the clergy wash their feet. And you might think, well, that's kind of odd. Well, the reason for it is to re- is more for the clergy than it is for the parishioners. You might ask, well, why? Well, the reason for that is is to remind us our whole role is to be servants. Jesus said that those who will be the first in the kingdom will be last and who will be the greatest in the kingdom will be your greatest servants here now we're not doing it so we'll be great we're doing it because that's our whole function is to be of service to people I can remember in my seminary training I had a couple of priests that used to say to me on a regular regular basis remember the caller doesn't make the priest it's a vocation of service And they explained to me that the reason why, as a priest, I don't have the title of mister is because a mister makes their own schedule. And they say yes and no to this and that. Where when you take on the role of father or reverend, you've now said that my schedule is God's schedule. And wherever I'm called, the answer is yes. I will be there. And it doesn't matter if it's three o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter if it's inconvenient. I've taken a vow to be of service. My experience in doing that is I always walk out more blessed than the person I got to share with because I got the opportunity to love. And in getting to love, I got to know what that love is like. My friend Chuck Chamberlain used to talk about how love is the divine paradox. When you go out to get, you come back empty. When you go out to give, you come back overflowing. And I talk a little bit about that in my book as well. And it's a reminder that you are what you're giving away. If you're giving away hate, you're hate. If you're giving away love, you're love. And my experience has been, when I am giving away love, life is a lot more pleasant. And it's not a good, bad thing, it's just that when I'm giving away love, I'm in the flow. And when you're in the flow, you just know it. And it's almost like things just happen. And you don't have to make so much effort to create things to happen. Because you're in that flow. And so, going back to the the Holy Thursday idea, is that we get to share in the divinity of Jesus who came to share in our humanity. And when we do that, we find out that what we've been looking for, we've been looking with. That there is that divine relationship that only one of you were made. And you're not one in a lifetime, you're one in an eternity. So you weren't made by accident. God had a plan in making you. God wants for you to know that you're loved. And there's no mistake that you've ever made that can't be healed from. And you may say that's a pretty strong statement. I've seen so much over the years. You know, I've been a priest, I was looking at the counter, you know, I've been a priest over 30 years. Do you realize that makes me an old man? <laughs> Carl says, "You just figured that out." <laughs> so he says, "All that white in your beard, you're an old man." In that time, I've had the chance to do prison ministry. I've had the chance to work uh, with people from Skid Row. I've had the opportunity to work with people who their entire life had been lost to them. And I've gotten to see what love can do. And how when we open ourselves up that there can be another path to take, how the universe says yes. The universe says, I will meet you there, and I will take you to the next step. Uh, and so the worst thing we can ever say to ourselves is that this can't be fixed. I've made so many mistakes, it can't be undone. And um, so we have to go through that washing. And in the washing of the feet, we're washing ourselves, and as we wash the feet of other people, we're washing our own souls. Because after a while, we find out we really are all one, and what I do to you, I do to me. And so, when I get the privilege of getting to serve somebody else, I get the privilege of seeing the love of God. You know, uh, Victor Frankel—not Victor Frankel—he's another one, of my hero. But but uh, the. Uh, Victor Hugo, another Victor, there we go, who wrote Les Miserables, has a line in the show that absolutely tears my heart out. I think it's so beautiful. It's a line that Jean Valjean says towards the end of everything that's taken place. And he says this, to love another person is to see the face of God. And going back to what we first started talking about, where the priest or minister or deacon or other members of the clergy Are washing the feet of the congregants. It's back to, to love another person is to see the face of God. And we get that opportunity every time we say yes, every time we say, okay, I will be there. And we show up for it. And you never know what's going to happen. You never know what blessing's going to come of it because you come to realize you're not running the show. Instead, you're being a willing participant. So you can be the expression of life itself and you find out that that's very good. It's not just good, it's very good. What they say in in Hebrew would be tov. Tov is very good. It's a great blessing and a blessing is anything that takes you out of yourself so you can look back and see the face of God. How could that not be a blessing? How could that not be a blessing? And so tonight we're going to have a lot of fun. I have a good friend going to be here tonight, uh, Martha Bass, and we're going to talk a little bit about addiction and spirituality. You might say, how do those go together? They go together very well. They're necessary to one another. And when we say addiction, we're not just talking about addiction to to drugs or alcohol. We can be addicted to love. We can be addicted to chocolate. We could be addictive to hating ourselves. Uh, I work with a lot of people with sexual addiction. In fact, One of the worst-kept secrets in the priesthood is all the sexual addiction. And one thing I can prove to you, uh, just with numbers, is the more that we damn ourselves, the more we have to do the things we're damned for. It's only when we can come to forgive ourselves, be honest about it, share openly about it, that we no longer have to do those old behaviors. And I've had many friends in the priesthood who have suffered greatly for doing a bad act, some of them it drove them to suicide because they can never accept forgiveness. They can never come out and just be honest and say, this happened. And then take responsibility because part of the healing process is taking responsibility for the actions you...
0: This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy!
7: If you don't take responsibility, that's just a, a, a con job. You're just saying, I'm sorry, it doesn't really matter. It does matter. But when you make amends, and when you try to make the situation right, then there's room for forgiveness, there's room for healing, and you no longer have to continue to do that thing that's tearing you apart. This thing that's separating from you and your idea of God, whatever that idea is, and I call them children of the ego and we use ego as an acronym for edging God out. And so what we do is we just, we continue to give these things up, shine light on it, you know, to remove the darkness, the light doesn't have to fight the darkness. It just shows up and the light and the darkness leaves, it dissipates. And when enough of us start turning the light onto things, the room gets brighter our hearts get brighter and we find out that we are able to have forgiveness we are able to live a different life we are able to become whole and that's naturally what it is to be a holy person where you say a holy man or a holy woman it means to be whole to be at one you know we, we like to take the word atonement apart and call at one meant and uh, when you think about that that's what it's about to be at one with god be at one with those around you if you ever see someone that no one can get along with them and they're critical of everything i will bet you that this is a person who doesn't know how to forgive themselves and is living a secret life that they can't stand and they're more in more need of love than the average person Because they are so sure that they're so bad that they have to overcompensate and act like they're so good. And we see a lot of that in our world right now. And if we don't uh, transform our pain, we will transmit it. Uh, So let's have a night of washing tonight. We're going to wash each other's feet, so to speak. We're going to care for one another. And, And one of the things that Jesus does when he washes the disciples' feet, and I think this is very telling, he washes them then he kisses them. And the reason he kisses them is it's a blessing and it's a mark of love. And so tonight, as we join together, as we get ready to go to our first break in just a minute here, I want you to consider that God right now has come to you to wash your feet and to kiss them and let you know that you are loved, have always been loved, and always will be loved. When we see you at the other side of the break, we'll be here with my good friend, Martha Bass.
2: The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org www.thenumber4pfp as in personal funeral Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran owned and operated, helping you plan a personal lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org.
1: How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt completely forgiven? Both the principal and interest. National Credit Card Relief wants to give you free information that shows you how. Thousands of people have used this program to have their credit card debt forgiven. So call now for free information and consultation. We'll give you the secret to this money-saving program absolutely free. Get eye-opening information that could save you thousands of dollars a year or a month, depending on how much you owe. In fact, the more you owe, the more you can save. All you need is $10,000 or more in credit debt, medical bills, or department store debt to qualify. Call for free debt forgiveness information now at 800-546-2909. That's 800-546-2909. To discover the secret to having your credit card debt forgiven, call 800-546-2909. 800-546-2909. Don't wait. Call now. 800-546-2909. Mark Christopher Auto Center says that you can keep your tax return. You've earned it.
8: During the no-brainer sales event, Zero Down can deliver your new car. You can choose from over 1,400 vehicles with prices so low, it's a no-brainer. For example, you can save over $7,500 on a new Chevy Cruze LS Automatic and pick your own color. Or save over $9,000 on a new Chevy Malibu LS. Again, You pick your color. Save on Buicks and GMCs as well. In fact, you could save over $15,000 during the no-brainer sales event. You'll find Mark Christopher Auto Center right on the 10 Freeway in Ontario, or you can go online to markchristopher.com. Mark Christopher says thank you for making them California's number one volume GM dealer, family-owned and doing things right since 1975. Remember, you can keep your tax return during the no-brainer sales event at Mark Christopher Auto Center, vineyard exit of Interstate 10 in
1: Ontario.
7: And welcome back, you are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or on the World Wide Web at www.kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. And tonight my guest is Martha Bass, who believes that practicing spiritual principles can change your whole life. She is a talented coach with passionate, dynamic, and ready to lead no matter what challenges her clients face. As a coach, she coaches from the depths of her own experience, offering principles on how to love yourself. Her areas of expertise include ways to handle a painful divorce, abusive relationships, as well as forgiveness and self-forgiveness. Martha's bilingual, fluent in both Spanish and English. She leads workshops in San Dimas and Covina, telling triumphant stories and love heals she teaches courses in uh, trust for spiritual laws of prosperity and being happy martha is a compelling speaker and workshop presenter she teaches clients out of her own rich life experience she is currently fulfilling her lifelong dream to help people through their leading excuse me through leading (laughs) workshops and retreats Coaching clients, writing books and articles, and she does have a book, "Love Heals," which is available on Amazon and Devos, and she's holding it up right now for those who are watching it on the uh, YouTube channel there. And working here are works on progress, "Love Heals" activity workbook. Uh, it's upcoming. It's available. Will be available April in April. Excuse me, through the uh, Amazon list. And darkness to light from Darkness to Light, How to Forgive. Boy, I'm really having fun here trying to read this. And, you know, I, I, I should have typed it slowly because I don't read fast. How Forgiveness Opens the Soul. And Martha, it's good to have you with me. And, and, uh, we had a lot of fun last time you were here, and, and uh, I was thrilled to invite you back. I, I think we have a lot of important things to talk about. So say hello to the people.
9: Hi, everyone, and yes, thank you so much, Johnny. It's a pleasure to be here with you again. Absolutely. So I'm excited to see, you know, what this takes us today. This is going to be fun.
7: (laughs) Yes. Well, you've had to walk through challenges in life. Absolutely. And no life is ever as easy as it appears. But it's, and we're talking about this at dinner, that it's through our brokenness that we find healing and that we're introduced to love. So let's talk about how you found your brokenness and how you went from brokenness to finding a way of healing for yourself.
9: Yes, um you know one of my favorite sentences is that we don't change until we're tired of being tired. Yes. And that comes to the same uh the same meaning of being broken or hitting rock bottom. Yes. To me the transformation there was with the drug abuse. Okay. Okay. I did that for on and off for 10 years, but the last 3 years it was already very sad, very toxic, and, I mean, it just took me to the path of really hitting rock bottom. And that's when I said, enough, enough, enough. However, when you are, when you find yourself in that situation, even if you say enough, it's not easy to say, okay, I'm done here. (laughs) I'm not going to use you anymore. And um, that is when we take actions or choices based on fear, not love, yes. right? So I, I always say that there's only one problem, which is the lack of love. For me was not having love for myself, not yes. having respect for myself, not feeling comfortable of who I was at that moment. Therefore, I took my, you know, it took me to take actions like doing drugs. Why? Because I wanted to lose weight. which there are so many other healthy ways to losing weight, but, oh, that will be probably the easiest and fastest, and there we go.
7: And we have a whole pharmaceutical industry that pushes that. You'd be surprised how many people get addicted to drugs through their doctor. And you have these weight loss clinics that what they give you is amphetamines, speed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And... You know i worked in the field of addiction for a lot of years and so did my oldest brother and one of the things that that we really felt very strong about is that addiction is just a symptom of something much deeper going on yes and in order to recover from that addiction you have to get in touch with the causes and conditions that is bringing about that addiction uh, may i ask what your drug of choice was
9: correct yes um it was a speed and it was that, because of the weight. And you are totally, totally right. It's the, it's just that the lack of self-confidence, the lack of self-love, the lack of that, that takes you to that path. And to me, absolutely. I didn't know it at, at that time, mm-hmm. okay? And it was through my healing process and through getting clean that I understood the cause. Therefore, I took care of the cause and then I don't have to be there anymore. I am not that person anymore, but it took some time. And I am blessed that I was walking through a store and it was and this is in the process that I am using drugs still. I'm right. walking through the store and I see a book that it's called Being Happy by Andrew Andrew Matthews and I picked it up and I saw it and it had little cartoons as well. So I was like, "You know what? I'm going to buy it." I started reading that book and That book led me to another book. And then, you know, Wayne Dyer was introduced, and Louise Hay was introduced, and Deepak Chopra was introduced. So I started meditating. Good. I started meditating. Through meditation and affirmation, that's when I understood the cause of my addiction. So I was able to say, enough. Especially when I took money that was not mine, that's when I said, this is not me. This is not who my mom raised. This is not nothing to do with my values. And I decided to say enough. But it was through meditating for already at least a couple months that gave me the strength to say enough. But I also understood that I was not going to change if I live still in the same environment. Yes. Okay. We have to understand that when we are serious about changing, we have to really be serious about changing our surroundings.
7: We can't have the same playmates and same playgrounds.
9: Yes. Uh, so I I meditated, and I knew that I had to go to Santa Barbara. It's such a beautiful city, such a beautiful, uh, you know, little beach town, and... And it's not far. So I went to talk to my mom and I told her what was going on, which in reality, all my family knew. It was just me, the one that I didn't admit it, but all my family knew. I wasn't looking at my best. I was, yes, I wasn't, you know, I did lose the weight, but I lost my identity. I lost my family. I lost everything else. My face was totally different than what it is right now.
7: Well, we used to say it's the greatest spot remover in the world. It will remove the spot on the table. It will remove the table. It'll remove the family that sat around the table, and it'll remove the person who used to sit at the table as well.
9: Yeah, and yeah. I, I completely lost my identity. I was not the mom anymore. I was not the daughter. I was not the wife. It was completely, totally different person. I was angry all the time. Why? Because I was very, very shameful of what I was doing.
7: And, you so, know, just to go back a little bit, you, the fact that the family knew a long time before you did, um, You know, we talk a lot bit about denial, and there's a little story that goes with denial that a friend of mine, uh, Father Martin, used to tell about uh, this 84-year-old who's going to marry this 18-year-old, and everybody's trying to tell him what a bad idea it is, and he's the only one who can't see it's a bad idea what Uh he's going to do, and so the family decided to do an intervention,
0: and so they gathered everybody, there's the, the... When life gives you stinky, get hefty ultra strong with new fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.
10: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
7: Everybody. And they're all trying to tell him what a bad idea this is. That he's 84, she's 18, just shouldn't do it. Till finally his doctor says, Hank, have you thought about the fact that you're 84, she's 18, you're going to get married, you're going to go on a honeymoon, and with that type of difference in age, that it might just cause death? Well, that stopped the old guy. And he thought for a moment, and then he said, Well if she dies she dies (laughs) so we don't know we have a problem until we know we have a problem everybody else can see it but we can't
9: yeah and um i you know it's i knew that i was addicted of course i knew that i had the problem but i was not gonna admit it to everyone else right and i share that about the book love heals and i you know i have a couple of aces about speaking about the addiction itself and the, and the journey. So I decided to go to Santa Barbara, and I went uh, just with one little suitcase and $50 because my mom bought the ticket for me to go to Santa Barbara in a bus and $50. I went to Barnes, to a bookstore, and I bought myself the CD from Joel Austin at right. that time. So I had myself only $5, but the Walkman with the CD. Why? Because I knew that I needed to here I I needed to get myself to be myself focused and knowing that I was divinely guided and divinely protected because I you know through the meditation and reading the books and praying I knew that I was not alone Mm -hmm. so that kept me going forward and I just knew that I was not alone and that's why I teach what I teach today because if we get in tune to that higher power to that love, to just that love for ourselves, for everyone else, for that the universe, for God, whatever your 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 concept, name, yes, whatever your concept is, we are not alone, and we get the strength to go on.
7: Well, that puts us in touch with the power that can solve our problems.
9: Absolutely, right, I, and he can. Sure, it totally. I mean, I am living proof that he can. I am definitely living proof that it can. So I went to Santa Barbara. I. Likely, you know, find a job at a restaurant, and uh, I stayed there for six months. I was homeless. I did not sleep outside because God was so good, and I always found someone. And then I started working, cleaning a house here, cleaning a house there, so they let me stay. And then I I met this beautiful family that allowed me to stay in the living room for those six months. So when I was physically strong, and not just physically strong, but mentally and heart in my heart strong enough not to that I knew that I was taking care of that beautiful Martha that was inside that was hurt and I love her and respect her enough to say you deserve better you deserve a different life you deserve to transform your life that's when I came back so I stayed there for six months until I was strong enough to understand that that's not me the process didn't end there I had to keep on going and the process is never gonna end. Right. right? It's you know we're works in progress. I have to keep meditating, I have to keep praying, I have to keep teaching the the principles of love, the principles of God, the principles of you know, coaching and all of that because we it's just like like I always say if you want to be healthy you're going to eat healthy for the rest of your life. If you want to be fit, you're going to be exercised for the rest of your life. If you want to love yourself, you are going to practice the, the tools for the rest of your life.
7: Well, speaking of that, one of the problems we have in America is we really have an unhealthy body image problem here.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: One of the most talented singers, and she was said to have the perfect voice, was Karen Carpenter. And Karen Carpenter, of the Carpenter fame, was anorexic. And she could not see her own beauty. And she literally starved herself to death because she always thought that she was fat. And quite often, and and this has been a real issue for me for years and years and years, we give a really unhealthy image of what an attractive person should look like. And that has nothing to do with truth. It has nothing to do with the beauty that's within a person. Um, I, have for years, struggled. have struggled with weight. I mean, over the last few years, I've lost 50 pounds. But there's some pictures of me where I got to the point where I hated to walk in front of a mirror because I didn't like what I saw, mm-hmm. which really is a symptom of something deeper, that there was a greater wound saying, I'm not enough as I am.
9: Yes, and that is a problem that all of us as, hu- as a humanity faced. It is just in, you know, in our nature, if you want to call it like that. And there was a time in my life where I also looked myself in the mirror and I, did, I didn't see anything except this ugly, fat girl. That's all I did. I saw myself as ugly, as, I mean, nothing beautiful. I yeah. created the image because I took care of the inside because beauty really comes from inside. And yeah. then it just represents itself outside in the, in the you know, in the body, in the face or whatever, but it starts from the inside. So once yes. we take it off the cost, once we start to work within ourselves, then that beauty represents itself outside. But we have to start doing the work within ourselves. Otherwise, we're going to, you know, struggle forever and we're going to spend, how much money do we spend with? Unnecessary things that we say that they're going to make us better or, you know, so much yes. clothes, and, which is nice to have nice clothes. I'm not saying it's not or the makeup or that. But if it's um, not genuine and it's not from inside, it's just going to give us that little, that little positive uh, feedback just for a little tiny bit. Sure. Or, you know, just a day or a couple. And then we have to search for more and more and more because we are not fulfilled inside.
7: There was a lady on on, um, one of the talk shows, and this was years ago, and she worked for a plastic surgeon, and part of her pay was continual surgical procedures, because she wanted to have, quote, unquote, the perfect body. Yeah. And she had over 130 surgeries, which I don't think is healthy at all. And that goes back to the unhealthy body image. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I I find it just egregious that we have plastic surgeons advertising on the television. You know, these <laughs> bo- body sculpting places: freeze the fat, burn the fat, cut the fat out, get get the sleeve. And well, it's we,
9: good to freeze the fat. <laughs> yeah,
7: but kidding. but we never deal with the issue underneath the fat. Yeah, absolutely. Which is the broken heart, mm-hmm. the broken person.
9: Yeah.
7: And uh, we're getting ready for our next break. But let's continue this after the break, and I hope you're going to be able to stick around. Absolutely. uh, This is my uh, good friend, Martha Bass, and I'm Father John Reed. You're on Viewpoint with Father John. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
2: The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website www4 pfporg number www.thenumber4pfp as in personal funeral Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org.
8: Locals in Loma Linda and Redlands all know and love the Family Homestyle Cafe, the home of the world's largest pancakes, and the delicious mouth-watering food cooked up daily by their well-trained chefs. Sizzling, thick-cut bacon, ham, and hand-pressed sausage. They take pride in the best quality, great economical values, with better portions served up with the pride of local ownership and great service. Near the corner of Anderson and Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda, if you haven't tried out Chef Mark's Delights, you haven't had some of the best food in the area and now chef mark is upgrading his cafe and offering space for on-site gatherings luncheons and parties add a dj for a great holiday party or luncheon and you've got a no fuss event with all the bells and whistles call mark today at 909-478-9996 that's 909-478-9996 or stop by the homestyle cafe in loma linda at anderson and redlands boulevard Now here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yukaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for Digital Network Advertising. One Last Time Digital Network Advertising, 909-222-9293.
7: And welcome back. You are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 a.m., 102.3 fm. 106.5 FM or on the web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. Remember to follow us on Facebook at Viewpoint with Father John, or if you want to support this program, go to viewpointwithfatherjohn.com. That's all one word. Click the support button, and you can help keep us on the air. Also, as a reminder, that this show is being brought to you in part by the St. Teresa Open Catholic Seminary progressive, independent, truly Catholic education for ordained ministry or lay leadership. For more information, please call 1-800-790-9739. Again, that's 1-800-790-9739. You can also go to, again, viewpointwithfatherjohn.com and the phone number is listed there as well. Also with how to get a hold of my good friend Martha Bass. And we've been talking about spirituality and addiction and Martha welcome back
9: thank you thank you John
7: and so we're talking about fixing the great wound within and uh mm-hmm. tell us a little more about your self-discovery
9: well f- for me it it truly was meditation it truly was meditation and that's a spiritual practice that you, that I use on a daily basis and the way that I put it it's when we pray we talk to God right when we meditate we listen yes to god you know because we we meditation it's not about really like quieting the mind because that's impossible you know thoughts are always going to come sure so as long as we understand that and we without judgment let go of that thought and just put it aside without judgment but it's that the silence between the thought that allows us to have that connection with the divine
7: now have you also found it helpful in your own recovery to help other people who are trying to uh, get away from their addiction as well. Does, have you found that to be helpful for you in your recovery?
9: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, of course, because we are here. One of my my goals in life in life it's to help others. Good. You know, through these wonderful tools, and that's one of, one of the tools that we show in Love Heals, because it really creates and creates that shift to have a beautiful life, creates that shift to be able to live your life with joy and happiness and enjoy life as it is, instead of trying to change life to be a different way, because life just is. So one of my goals is to help humanity understand that regardless of any religion, regardless in what you believe, we could incorporate these tools to have a better life to be fulfilled and to understand that you got to love yourself for the beautiful human being that you are.
7: Yes. And that can be difficult because again, we are in a culture where self-acceptance is really very low. Instead we, we try to put out a false self. Yeah. You know. Definitely. We smile. I I remember doing theater as a kid and, and the director uh, when I'd make a mistake, Mark Shipley would say, "Well, smile, maybe they won't notice." And I can remember taking that philosophy out into life, smiling on the outside while dying on the inside, and nobody ever knew how much pain I was in because I learned, you know, what they say, laugh the world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone, Mm -hmm. was uh, in the 50s and 60s. That was really what they taught a lot of us kids, particularly we of the uh, male gender, We're taught, you know, men don't cry. Yeah, men don't
9: cry and uh, or you or you know, also also one of the things that I And we don't eat quiche either. (laughs) One of the things that I try to tell my customers, it's like when we talk about affirmations, when we talk about meditations and all of that, it's not just putting, you know, a sh- sugar coating whatever the issue is. With, right. We're not talking about that. You are aware of what's going on. You feel the pain. You understand, yeah, you know what? I don't have self-confidence. I don't, I have this issue. But then we work through the process. Affirmations do work. We're not sugar coating. Once again, I'm repeating. We work through that to be able to rewire the brain in such a way that you take care of the cause. Right. That's all. But they do work. Affirmations, meditations, prayer. It's all those spiritual tools that allows us to have the better life, To allows us to be able to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Mm -hmm. I really love you for who you are. I accept you just the way you are. And I, you know, the way you look, the way that you are. And I'm not saying that we're not going to take care of ourselves or exercise or have to try a healthy life. Because that it's also part of loving yourself.
7: Well, it goes back to one of the things I say in my book is you can't think yourself into good living. You have to live yourself into good thinking. When you're talking about that, I was thinking something of something a friend of mine said to me recently, which just touched me to the core of my being. She said she had dropped something, and she used to say, you always drop things. And then one day she stopped. And she decided to take a different approach. And she said, you Mm -hmm. know, I love that part of me that drops things, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then everything that was taking place that used to be she'd be on herself about, she'd say, no, I love that part of me that does that, too. Yeah. And, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought,
9: Mm
7: -hmm. wow, that's beautiful. Yeah,
9: we have to. We, we, We really have to. We are going to live with ourselves for the rest of our lives. And what do we do? We live our lives trying to impress everyone else except ourselves.
7: Well, I hear people say, when I lose weight, I will love myself. And I tell yeah, them all the time, you know. no, when you love yourself, you'll then lose weight. Correct. You, it's, we you have, we, it we backwards. have it
9: backwards. Yeah, we have it backwards. So that's why, you know, when I went through my spiritual journey, I started to love myself. And like I said, I started to meditate. I started. I started to pray. I started to meditate while I was still using. Right right so i started to work on the cause while i was using i didn't say you know what i'm gonna love myself once i'm done once i'm clean sure no i started to meditate i started to look myself in the mirror and say i love you i started to do all that and that alone allowed me to create the shift to be able to get clean and say enough i am not going on that path and there's no way it will never cross my mind it will it just It's not even my identity anymore. I am not that person anymore. It's been 13 years. It's been, I, and the, you know, one of my greatest accomplishments is that my family doesn't see me like that anymore. And that is a gift. That is a blessing. And it's just, it's just a beautiful blessing and a beautiful gift. However, I do have to practice the tools on a daily basis.
7: Absolutely. You know, I, I, I tell people that in my spiritual life, I have a very good forgetter, so I have to retrain, re-train every single day. And uh, we say we can't stay sober on yesterday's spirituality. Mm. And uh, you answered a question I was going to ask. I, I, I know that all my listeners were wondering, which is how long has it been? And so you said 13 years, uh-huh, yeah. and that's wonderful, you mm-hmm. uh, know, because it shows longevity. But, friends, if you're listening and you're just getting, coming up on 24 hours, that's a big deal. And don't be ashamed of that. That's 24 hours you didn't have before. You know, the trip of a 1,000 miles begins with the first step. And you're taking that first step right now. And while it feels like you may be shaking and dying and your world's coming to an end, well, there's a new world going to come in. And you're not always going to feel this way. You just got to get through the short time. It does get better. I've seen it over and over and over it's nothing less than a miracle as far as i'm concerned it's like watching moses part the red sea several times a day so don't give up on you because we're not going to give up on you
9: yeah and, and i think it's very important to bring this up right now and tell them while you know you're going through this process tell yourself that you are worthy that you love yourself enough to keep on going that you love yourself and that you are safe You know, I am safe. If we remind ourselves over and over that we are safe, that we are divinely guided and that we are divinely protected, that we are not alone, it makes it much, much easier to know that, hey, I could do this because I am not alone and I deserve a better life. I totally do. And one of
7: the things that's been my experience in working with people uh, for many, many years now uh, who are finding a new way of life is that. They're not bad people trying to get good. They're wounded people trying to find healing. Mm -hmm. And so what was used as a medicine before has stopped working. And so now it's time for a different kind of medicine, a much healthier medicine. Which is love. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
9: Yeah, which is love. Because love does heal. (laughs) Love does heal. You know, like I I just want to take a moment to also say thank you to Randall Friesen, which, which is my publisher from New List, because he really believed in us. He gave us the opportunity to publish the book, to, you know, put it out there in the world. And what a blessing that is to know that someone believes in you, To some, you know, someone believing in Carol and myself, to be able to put this story out in the world.
7: Well, sometimes it takes mm-hmm. someone else believing in us before we can believe in mm-hmm. us, because we get to the point where we say, well... If they really believe in us, maybe we can. Mm. And even in my own life, there have been people who believed in me when I couldn't believe in me and had more faith in me than I than I had. And I, I can remember I had a dear friend that used to say, John, all you have to do is know that I love you. And if you know that I love you, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe, just believe that I believe mm-hmm. and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Those were... World changing words for me. Yeah. Uh, because I, I didn't think I'd be able to do the things I'm doing today. Correct. With my dyslexia, I never thought I'd be able to go to college. Today, having a PhD is a real miracle. Mm-hmm. And it was because of things like that. Yes. That it starts sometimes with someone else believing in us when we can't believe in us.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's, it's a beautiful thing. But once we get to that point that we believe in ourselves, oof, we could do miracles we really can we can yes. do miracles and and when we change everything around us change everything around us change i love the the relationship that i have with my family now with my kids with with my ex with with everyone but it's because i changed. they haven't changed it was martha that changed
7: right
1: mm-hmm.
7: right We say that because addiction is a family disease. Everybody in the family is affected one way or another. Mm -hmm. But when one person gets better, they raise the consciousness of the entire family by a little bit.
5: Yeah.
9: So Mm -hmm. outstanding. Yes. (laughs) Well, you've come
7: a long way, kiddo. Yeah, thank you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much.
9: Thank you. Yeah.
7: So what's the the next project?
9: Well, the next project is we're going to have the... Journal for Love Heals in the next couple months, it's coming out, which is a workbook. Good. We are so excited about that. And also my, my autobiography that you mentioned.
7: Right. And of course, you know, you have to give your favorite radio host a signed copy. Absolutely. It's of it's course, that, that's the first
9: thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we also do workshops on forgiveness. Good. That's very, very important on self-love, on how to rewire your brain, how to love yourself the way you are so you could create that shift. With Carol, we speak in different you know, churches on Sundays and do our book signings, events. We're going to be in Huntington Beach. We're going to be in Fullerton, so the different places, yeah. And then I have my coaching program, which is a 12-week transformation programs that I offer. And it's for that, for you to love the person that you are and not allow that little voice to control and to take charge of your life. Because we give all the power to the little voice. The little voice that says, you are not good enough. Yes. You don't deserve that. Or you won't be able to do that because of our past. And that it's not true.
7: Well, with people I work with, we call it a head attack. And I explained to the people I work with, it's like there's a, vulture, there's a vulture, which is your brain, on the headboard of your bed. And when you wake up, it says, "Good morning." I've been waiting for you for the last hour mm-hmm. for your, your information. Your feet hurt. Your back hurt. Emotionally, yeah. you're screwed up, <laughs> and you're going to have an awful day. Yeah. And what I've learned to say to the head when I'm having the head attack is, "Thank you for sharing. I have other plans." Correct. Yeah. And <laughs> when people are first learning about head attacks. Uh-huh. You know, they don't realize that really happens. That your head is like a bad neighborhood. You should never go in alone.
9: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Take someone with you.
9: One of the things that I love to do in the morning. It's, you know, w- get up and create my day. Yes. Cre- since I do this is not the night before. However, in the morning is you create your day. You choose to be happy. You choose to have a better day. Yes. You choose your life. It's choice by choice by choice.
7: And you can start your day over anytime.
9: Absolutely. Absolutely. And if something, you know, if something goes wrong, sometimes we even give power to the traffic. Really? It's just traffic. <laughs> But we give the power to dictate if we're going to have a great day or not. That's right. It's insane. We're the ones that have the power to say, I'm going to have a great day. There is traffic today, but guess what? There's you know lights and there are mountains or the hills or the ocean, whatever you find yourself. Fine to see the beauty outside. Like we were talking when we were coming from dinner, right? The beautiful moon, the beautiful sunset. There's, we live surrounded by beauty. Enjoy it enjoy the beauty that we have even if you're with someone in the car you know just talk about deep work and something that's going to make you forget about the traffic just enjoy the moment it's such a blessing to be able to enjoy the moment because then when you realize you enjoy your whole day your whole life your whole week
7: when uh, gabby martha and i were coming from dinner what she's alluding to is i i was sharing with her because i, I stopped for a moment i looked at the moon and, and remarked about how pretty the moon was and mm-hmm. how pretty the sunset was. And I shared with her that at one time I had a spiritual director ask me, when was the last time you noticed the moon? When was the last time you noticed the sunset? It's always there, but it, it doesn't mean anything if you don't notice it. Yeah. And so I have a personal habit of every day, if, if it's not raining, if it's not all clouded over, I go out and each night I look at the moon. Each evening I look at the sunset and I give a little word of thanks for the beauty that God has created for me to see. Yes. And even when it is cloudy or raining, I give thanks for the rain too. Yeah,
9: because we need it as well.
7: It, it's all beautiful.
9: It is. Everything well, It's beautiful.
7: It's been a joy having you here, my friend Martha. And, Thank you and, so much, John. Uh, I have her information on the website at viewpointwithfatherjohn.com, all one word. And father is spelled out. It's not FR period. And uh, so you can get in touch with her through there. It will show you how to get to her website, what her phone number is. Uh, She has some great things to offer. Again, I want to give thanks to St. Teresa's uh, Open Catholic Seminary for helping to support this program. And if you're listening and you want to help support it, go to the website, click support, and continue to help us support it. Uh, Next week, my uh, guest will be Dr. Sylvia Mann. And she's really an extraordinary individual, uh, both clergy and a uh, symphony director. I want to give a lot of thanks to my board operator, Carlos. He's the man. He, he uh, makes this whole thing happen, and he's he's a legend in his own time. And, and uh, So it's always good to work with him, and always thanks to my beloved Gabby, who keeps me from getting in trouble with the FCC. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying anything I shouldn't. <laughs> and she always lets me know I'm such a lucky man, and I truly am. Well, friends, we, we've had another hour together this week, and again, if no one's told you that they loved you this week, let me be the first. And as we go into this Easter weekend, may you also experience the resurrection of your spirit. And the Eastern Orthodox on Sunday morning will be saying, Christ is risen. And the response is, indeed he is. And so I hope your spirit is risen as well. God bless.
9: Thank you.